0: They, they got the community to come visit our restaurant and go through drive-through because they knew that, that we were in chaos and that we needed the business. I mean, how powerful is that for a community to get together and, and come visit you know your, your restaurant for that?
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today's guest is super exciting for me personally great, solid person. I uh, met a few weeks ago at an event. He's got more than 20 years uh, focused on operations within the restaurant industry. He's an avid golfer, a huge Niners fan, and loves long walks on the beach. He's a chief operating officer at PDQ restaurants. Eric Knott, thank you for joining us in the lab, my friend.
0: Ah, uh, thank you, Justin. It was an incredible time uh, in Louisville, meeting you, hanging out with you guys, and uh, yeah, I, you know the long walks on the beach don't happen as, as often <laughs> as I would like them to. And unfortunately, after the last couple of weeks, it's been a hard road as a Niners fan. Uh, we started off Oof. started off well the first five weeks, but going into the bye this week, so I'm pretty hopeful we'll come back and uh, and and get to it. But and the golfing, you know, I love to play. I just really wish that I had more time to do it so I was better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could spend more time in the sand traps. Yeah. So it's kind of golf and beach.
0: You get both, uh, knock out both at one time. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, you know, Eric, we've we've talked quite a bit and, you know, being from Buffalo, we're both actually from the Buffalo area. I always try to find the best Buffalo chicken sandwich possible. And it's tough. As you know, it's like the sauce, the blue cheese, like everything has to be on point. Uh, And I think I found it with your Buffy Blue Sandwich. I get it quite often. And you guys absolutely nail it.
0: It's incredible. You know, uh, we we launched that sandwich probably maybe three years after we started the concept. And, uh, you know, back in... Mm. I guess end of 2000, 2010, it was a craze. The Buffalo scene just, I mean, for me and you, it was always a thing, right? I mean, I grew up, you know, you basically are born in the Buffalo sauce in your bottle, you know, when you're an infant, but, (laughs) you know, uh, we launched that and it's a very, very simple deal. It's, it's half Buffalo, half blue cheese. We toss our tenders in it on a, on a brioche bun with iceberg lettuce and it just hits all the marks. And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, it's, it's very, very popular, um, amongst the guests for sure. And I'm glad that, uh, you enjoy it. So, quick question though Anchor Bar or Duff's? Yeah. Which one? Say it again Anchor Bar or Duff's? Which one? That's a better one.
1: Oh, mm, I don't know. It's, it's been a while, but probably Anchor Bar. Yeah, me too. Me too. Same. Yeah. I honestly, I don't get back as much as I'd like to, uh, but the food scene there is incredible. I just remember there being just so I was there till I was about 20. Uh, and those last couple of years, it was like you had the freedom to go and try your own things as you're driving and everything like that. And it's, oh, there's a lot of good restaurants back there.
0: Yeah, I I have this rule. I only go back between May and September. <laughs>
1: For good reason. <laughs>
0: no, <smell. That's> not... <laughs> no, no. <smell. laughs>
1: That's why I moved to North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, man. So you know you've you've been there at at PDQ for thirteen years now, and you were at Outback for six. Um, so over the the years of your experience, you've seen a lot, you've done a lot. What do you think is the most important aspect of local marketing?
0: All right, well, Outback was actually twelve, I think. Uh, oh, it, yeah, you there might you have go been years there. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we'll start from the beginning. You know, uh, Outback in in the early days, late nineties, two thousands, and probably before I was there. They really figured out uh, the, the overall strategy behind having a GM operator, managing partner at Outback. It was called managing partner here at PDQ, as we call operating director. But they figured out this unique niche to where they could find somebody, put them in place for five years under contract and from a grassroots local, you know, everybody's got a different term, local store marketing, grassroots but the overall objective there was that they became the mayor of that community. And, you know, over, over the years, I remember doing everything from golf tournaments to cooking on site at middle schools or elementary schools or raising funds, you know, for this cause or that cause. And, you know, we we were so successful with that over at, at OSI back then that, that it was already ingrained in our DNA. I remember being a line cook and going off on these events and having so much fun. Fast forward you know, five, six years, and when I became a managing partner, it was one of the most fun things uh, that we had within our culture is to be actively involved in the, in the community. So when we started up PDQ, you know, it was – a lot of us came over from whether it be OSI, you know, up either Outback or Caravas or Bonefish or whatever the case. And it was so ingrained in in our DNA that it just was natural. And however, it's different businesses, right? I mean, you've got a a casual dining business with Outback and now quick service with PDQ. But to be honest, there's a lot more opportunity in this this, uh, segment because quite frankly, there's not a lot of QSRs that are doing these community-driven events, fundraisers, et cetera. And there may be that I'm not aware of, but um my, my point of it, it is, is we have much younger consumer, right? And and you get a lot of elementary kids and middle school kids, high school kids, et cetera. So it really opens up doors that that weren't there um, at Outback. But a long a winded answer to your question. I, I, I know Justin, I can get, uh, get lengthy, but um, th- the most important thing I think truly is trying to be a part of that community that, that that restaurant is in. So we have 62 today and we treat each one like it's its own restaurant. So that local operator, you know, they want every guest to come in and know them by name. You know, I, I you know, they're coming to PDQ, but, you know, one of the reasons they're coming is because they know who Eric is or they know who Justin is because they saw me at a, a little league game last week or I ran into him at the dentist office last week or whatever the case may be. I think being the mayor and being very active in the community is probably the, the answer that I would, the short answer I would give you.
1: Yeah, for sure. I love that. Comparing it to the mayor. It makes total sense. You want to get in front of as many people as possible, shake as many hands as possible, all while getting your product out there um, in a way that ties to things that people love to, to do. Literally games. They're associating that with your brand, the memories with their their kids, you know, associated with your brand and enjoying the food. Uh, really, really, really good suggestion there. Uh, what are some things that, that You've tried maybe a little more uh, specifically or maybe you've seen tried from some of your your operators that have worked really successfully.
0: Yeah, so th- that list is very long. Um, I'll, I'll just run through <laughs> a, few, a few of the, the, the most successful. So we do... Differently with different organizations. So with schools, um, a lot of schools, they, they have a lot of things going on. And as you know, they're underfunded, right? So we try our best to be involved with those schools. And so we do things from, you know, spirit nights or spirit days, where that's all the, the teachers and parents have to do is just come have a meal with us. And we'll kick you back, you know, upwards of 20% of whatever the sales are for that day in that location. Or, we go out and do a, a PTA meeting and we, we cater their lunch and they give us, you know, five minutes to talk about the brand. And then you go over to like the churches. Right. Again, churches they, they have small, big congregations. They're people that are in your community. They do all types of things, um, you know, on a weekly basis, whether that's youth groups, things or, or you know, on Sundays, they, they have typically places where kids can go away and and have a little group session right while the the parents are doing so with with churches there's a lot that you can you can get involved with and then you get upwards in the in the you know higher level education schools and things when you get into colleges i mean we we've got a, a operator over in gainesville florida that i i joke around because you know he basically i think is employed by the university of florida as much as he's on that campus doing something i mean whether it's the fraternities, sororities, baseball, basketball, gymnastics, the band, like everything, everybody knows who he is. But yeah, um, the the unique thing here is that we've allowed over a decade now of highly intelligent operators to try things and then give us feedback and tell us what actually works and what they've had success and, and what they haven't. And... and We've got a team here at the office, our marketing team, and we've got a young lady that does a really good job of taking all of that information from 60 people over 10 years and putting it into this playbook that we call basically our, our grassroots marketing playbook. And then what we do is if we have to hire someone that's outside of the PDQ brand to run one of these restaurants, they go through training and education on, on this side of the business. No that's, that's very cool. So so
1: I like that you give free rein to your operators. It's like you said, like you hire smart people. Let them go and try things. And I think the important part there is to try. Uh, I think for for those who are listening, don't let yourself get in the way of your own success. Like you're you're not going to find out what works with your audience unless you're out there trying new things and innovating. You're going to have a playbook of things that work really well, and and then you're also going to hear suggestions from, from other folks, your counterparts at different locations, things that work well. Try what they're doing, but also don't be afraid to try what, you know, maybe nobody's
0: done yet. You never know what you're going to stumble into. Well, don't don't fear failure, right? I mean, failure is yeah. just an opportunity to do it again and do it better, right? At the end of the day, so and you never know who you're going to meet and what that may end up turning into. You may go to a uh, literally, you know, game where there's not a whole lot of people interested in what you're doing or what what's going on, but you happen to just meet one person that runs an organization that you're going to work with and is going to be wildly successful, you know, so it's not necessarily all about every single action that you do, getting some type of either relationship or return on it. Yeah, I think one of the biggest probably missteps uh, with, you know, getting involved with local uh, grassroots is that thinking that, because I do this I should get this and and that yeah, should yeah. never be the leading indicator of of how successful you are your goal should really just be be a part of the community be there for when they need you and I guarantee you they will support your business
1: 100% yep exactly right it's never one and done it's the same thing from a marketing standpoint like if we're if I'm running a campaign or trying to nurture folks it's never just one touch and I and I make it sell the deal. You know, you have to be in constant communication. You have to stay top of mind through constant engagement. So when they're ready to make the choice to go get something to eat, for example, they think of PDQ cause they've seen you 20 times at the different events and they've had you, your free samples or they've their kids like the food or whatever. The other thing that I, that I do like about PDQ is we've got four kiddos and it's, it's a place where we can go and everybody's happy. Everybody has an option you know, and it's, it's not like pulling teeth, trying to, to get the kids to, to, to eat something they don't want to
0: eat. So long as everybody (laughs) likes chicken, we've got you covered. That's, that's that's (laughs) right. (laughs) That's right. I think, you know, I I do think there's there, you you have to, you get a lot of notes, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not giving up, right? I mean, some people have budgets, some people have calendars, like it's not always going to happen when you want it to happen. And I think that that's very important to, to realize. I I do want to, there's two uh, examples of mm-hmm. how, you know, local store marketing can actually, you know, help your business. We had a, during COVID, right, we, we obviously, all of us were just, what are we going to do? How are we going to stay in business? We have 3,000 team members to worry about that have, you need to stay employed. Like, it, as you, everybody knows, it, it was mass uh, mass chaos. But that, that same restaurant I was referring to in Gainesville the community actually got together, and through a spirit night for us, they they got the community to come visit our restaurant, and go through drive-through because they knew that that we were in chaos and that we needed the business. I mean, how powerful is that for a community to get together and and come visit you know your your restaurant for that? I mean, that that's, I mean, I I, yeah, it's I incredible. was shocked. I was shocked. And then yeah. the other example is you think about some tragedy that may happen, right? As everybody knows in Florida we're threatened by hurricanes on a yearly basis, right? And a year and a half ago we had a pretty pretty bad one and uh we reached out to all the utility, you know, guys and and the um the the rescue teams and never you just want to be involved. They're away from their family, sure. they're gone for weeks, you know and uh fed them and and made sure that water and, and food and he, we have power so you know if you want a place just come hang out get away for a little bit but anyway that was just out of goodwill and now every year after that so it's been two years all those electrical utility companies they call us every time there's a scare I'm like hey we want to bring <laughs> you know 200 people in is that okay you know so yeah. again, relationship relationships
1: yeah, very good. Man, those are good examples. What are some things for, for someone who may be struggling to to hit the goals of their business, whether they're trying to drive traffic or drive revenue, uh, drive online orders, whatever? What are some things that you might suggest that they could try doing today or this week to start turning that trend around?
0: Well, so you have, you have to start somewhere. And it can be mm-hmm. overwhelming, I think, for most people because it's like, oh well, he, he talked about schools and churches and colleges and this. And like, oh my God, how do I? How, where do I start? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to start by organizing yourself. You know, I think that there's a, nowadays there's incredible information out there online. If you you're like, oh, how do I contact this high school? I don't. I, I can't just show up because they're not going to let me on 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 camp. Yeah. Who's know? this weirdo? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I think probably getting a contact list, like a heat map together. Okay, so within my business, I, in within five miles, I have three high schools, I have four middle schools, I have two elementary schools, I have these churches, and then you look them up online, all all online, all the contact info is there. So you start organizing. Okay, these are the churches, schools, and and um, you know large mm-hmm. businesses I want to go to. Here's their contact information. And then I start reaching out and it's not like, hey, would you like the place a catering order? You can't start there. Right. <laughs> like, hey, I've I, I noticed you're only a mile and a half from me. You know, we do a ton of, you know, partnerships and we just really want to be involved. And if you have anything coming up, right, just think of me and I'd love to, to meet you either there or at my restaurant, et cetera. But I think it starts just by. Getting out of your comfort zone, organizing—you know what what you want to go after or who you want to have a partnership with—and then don't be salesy. You can't be salesy. Like that's again, that's not the goal here. The goal is to build a relationship. And okay. if if you send a note or call a hundred people, you should be happy if one person gets back to you, one person, and that's progress, right? So then. Tomorrow I may reach out to a hundred more and next day a hundred more. And over time I'm going to have that one, that one, that one, and keep building. And guess what? Once I get somebody who interacts with me and and comes and we share a meal together and we talk about what PDQ is all about or what the organization's all about. Next thing you know, they're going to send people to me. They're going to be an ambassador. They're going to say, you know, Justin, you, you really got to talk to, to Eric at PDQ. Like, and it, so when you get peer to peer, start, you know, getting on, on board with what you're doing, then that hundred contacts a day can start to look, slow down a bit because you're filling your time with people that want to be involved with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, very good. And it doesn't have to be contacts just over the phone or over email. Like it, when you're out and about, Make it make a a concerted effort to stop into certain places. If you're organized and you have your list, making those stops is going to be a lot more easy and organic and fall into your day to day uh, than it would otherwise.
0: Yeah, and we'll do treats too. Like we'll take. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want some fresh baked cookies or something to have a five minute conversation about PDQ? Right? You got to have. A little bit, a little bit. Cookies
1: and a conversation about chicken. That's right. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, who's going to say no? Who's going to say no?
1: Uh, so, so you, I'm sure you notice uh what other people are doing. If you're a great operator, you're going to keep your eyes out. What are some, some, some folks out there you think that are crushing it from a local marketing perspective? And, and why do you think that?
0: Yeah. You know, there's, um there's a few brands and I think more regional, right? There's the, there's a burger, there's a burger chain called Arnold's out of uh, lower South Carolina that they're they're only they only have seven or eight, you know, but they are so ingrained with that community there that that people will not go to any other burger place other than that. You know, but that place also they've been doing it for 30 years for 30 years. They've been doing this. So they they and if you're if you are a burger chain and you're trying to go into that market, good luck. Because those yeah. people are not getting <laughs> away from, from there. I think, um, you know, uh, our biggest competitor does a really good job. I mean, I, I give credit where credit's due. I mean, a lot of people probably yeah. wouldn't do that. But, you know, Chick-fil-A does a, a fantastic job of not only the local stuff, but really getting involved with, you know, um, their team members involved with doing that. Um, we've got a, a sister concept, glory days that does a, a, a great job there in Virginia and, and, Florida. Uh, but you know, I think that when you get bigger, you know, it's very difficult to keep that same culture. And I, I give a shout out, I give a shout out back to, to Outback and, and what they created there because, you know, getting over 1500 units and still being able to keep that culture, I think goes back to. Clear- what they did with that store level operator.
1: Yeah, you just, it is, it is tough to keep anything around uh, from a culture standpoint as you, as you grow, but uh, if you can do it, you know, good on you. It's incredible. Uh, you you just win over the, it, it, not only your community, but there's just the loyalty of everyone that you have within your organization. And it's just like, they're, they're avid, I guess, advocates of you uh, and want to stick around and want to see you succeed and work hard for you.
0: Well, to your point, oh. it's a big culture piece too. Like, um, it probably has gotten even more important over the last five years, where you know the the next generation really wants to be involved with things that matter. So when you go and you're helping schools and churches and and things like that, you know it helps from like a retention standpoint, right? People people don't necessarily uh, go after. You know i'm gonna make a dollar more an hour if i go over here but you know what these guys like really care about the culture they care about the community that they're in so um, it helps with that too <clears> 100 <throat> hey
1: so earlier we talked a little bit about how you were a bills fan growing up mm-hmm. and then no longer i mean that's uh, to bills fans it's a little sacrilegious
0: i know <laughs> so uh, all right so First of all, let me start out with you know, the Bills are still number two on my list. Okay. You know, I I would be disowned from my family if I didn't say that very clearly. But, you know, I was really getting into sports around late 80s, early 90s, you know, and it was disheartening watching four Super Bowl Ah. appearances and losing four times in a row that as a younger, you know, sports advocate, I said, this, 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 I can't do it anymore. And same, you know, so, but now the, the funny part is, you know, I, I was young. So it's like, Oh, well, let's pick the best team, you know, at the time. And that was the Niners. They, you know, at Montana yeah. and Rice and then converting to Steve. Young. I mean, it's just, you know, it was an epic time for them. So it's, it's funny to me that, you know, my, my, Family barely talks to me because I don't root for the Bills every time that they play. But I still <laughs> I still go back once a year and go to one Bills game uh, per year. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like that's, the consolation to stay in the family is you still have to show up. And by the way, they dress me in Bills gear. And it's it's all fun. <laughs> deal. The only time I won't do is if they play the minor. That's it.
1: Yeah, that makes maybe, sense on
0: Maybe we see a Bills Nine or Super Bowl one day. That, that'd that be great.
1: That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I had the same experience growing up with Jim Kelly. It was like, ah, oh, kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly don't even follow football that much anymore <laughs> now. All because you. of Jim Kelly. He scared
0: Kelly. you away. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? I'm surprised that, that you haven't been scared away from from golf. Because I, as you say, you're an avid golfer, but it seems to me like you can never hit the ball. You're just <laughs> striking divots.
0: <laughs> That's awesome right there. <laughs> that is great, Send me I need this photo. You have to send me this photo. I'm going sure. like... to blow it up, put it next to PD behind me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only
1: way that you can replace these divots is if you actually know how to lay side.
0: That's awesome. That is great.
1: Well, cool, man. Hey, it was, it was a lot of fun uh, having you in the la- did our, our listeners follow you
0: no i appreciate it thanks so much justin
1: yeah you bet where where can they follow you on uh on social media where's your your best presence
0: yeah i would say you know we obviously we're we're active facebook tiktok uh instagram linkedin it's all you know at epdq so uh right now probably folks a lot on tiktok and instagram that's pretty popular
1: very cool yeah those are good channels uh, in the restaurant industry um Growing, so, up in great, growing up in the eighties
0: and growing up in the eighties and nineties, though, I don't necessarily. I'm not as active on <laughs> those things.
1: Same with me, man. I I don't. I don't even have a TikTok account. Good for you. You know, and I'm in marketing, and I don't have a tick. I actually stay away from a lot of social media, uh, other than LinkedIn. Yeah, that's a bad. Um, it's just there's a lot to do, and it sucks you in, man. It takes a lot of time. So with the four kiddos, I try to stay focused with them. You Good know,
0: for you, monitor their screen time. Yeah monitor that's right because i know they're on it yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) well very cool man hey if if you get a chance check out pdq pick up their buffy blue sandwich you will not be disappointed it might make you want to move to move to buffalo (laughs) because i mean it is official uh eric it was a ton of fun having you on the lab today thanks for joining us
0: thanks justin appreciate it
1: as always thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E. And on X at Evocalize, Inc. And remember... Keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.